Good evening, and uh, thank you for um, you know tuning in to another episode of Yamanote in Tech and Society. Uh, I'm your host Chris, and I'm going to be having a lot of things to talk about today. Um, I've been taking the time to put together a series of like topics that I can kind of like go ahead and speak about. Uh, if you're not necessarily um, familiar with the, with the podcast uh, the podcast is pretty much a entrepreneurship and training uh, podcast where I try to speak about my thoughts and, and um, goals about building a brand online and sharing your ideas and thoughts with the world while you know still living a, re- a life you know having having a regular job and without spending too much time even trying to, you know, make everything so perfect. Um, it's a work in progress, but I enjoy it. Um, was able to go ahead and build this, uh, what do you call it again, this podcast right now with the information um, uh, using like Anchor.fm. You know, it's one of the one of the best ways I am able to quickly create a podcast and, uh, you know, share it with the world. Um, also, you know, utilizing, uh, you know, social media such as like, uh, what do you call it, and Twitter and, and, and Instagram. I haven't necessarily decided to make a Facebook page yet, but um, I am actually am thinking about, you know, slowly putting those things together. Uh, I found a, uh, well, I didn't find, well, I was able to get my hands on a, um, like a tip on how to create 64 pieces of content every day. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. Um, I also wanted to talk about, you know, people who celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, you know. Um, I'm doing this this podcast pretty much around 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm trying to get people who are um, going to be, you know, going away or having Thanksgiving at home, wishing you guys all happy Thanksgiving and uh, be safe out there for Black Friday. Um, I I don't like going out on that day, but I'll be surfing the web looking for any type of deals for, you know, the upcoming um, holiday season. And um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, next week, Sunday, there's going to be the JLPT, so that's the Japanese language proficiency exam. Anybody who's taking that exam, um, good luck. You know, I'll be taking it as well. Um, it's just like basically an exam that you can take if you're trying to, you know, measure your your um, proficiency. I've taken it a few times. Um, I, I I'm right now. Um, I'm trying to take the N one, but I'm I still am trying to. Uh, focus more on the listening. So I've been regularly working on that. I could talk about that maybe in another section, but I want to talk about that later. Um, oh, let me see another thing. Oh, I actually discovered something cool about Docs, Google Docs, and how you can utilize Google Docs to transcribe your your um, your audio podcasts, for example. Um, I'm not sure how um, well it works, when it comes down to uh, listening to podcasts, like and having it transcribe automatically, but it's made by Google, and I discovered it early. I won't talk about that. And um, yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of things going on. I, I also wanted to maybe make a new a news section 
to talk about some of the things that I've seen that's going on in the news. And then um, also um, the ideas on what's going to happen for the next week's show. There's a possibility we might be getting a guest and talking about, you know, just ideas, building your brand and other people that finally wants to, you know, be on the show. So, uh, all right, I'll just take a break right now. And when I come back, I will uh, talk with you more. All right, so back, and just after that little quick break, uh, so wanted to go ahead and just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, if you get in the newsletter, uh, I was, you know, basically spending some time uh, practicing my writing, um, being able to, you know, be a you know content creator, you have to be able to write effectively, and I not only plan to write effectively in English, I also want to write effectively in Japanese and Chinese, and hopefully it can able to, you know, to process a lot of this kind of content to many different people that may need to hear it. Um, so uh, if you want to be a part of that, um, that, that newsletter, you know, you always have to just ask for a newsletter request, you know, in the subject line and then email me with your uh, email address that you would like your newsletter to be added to and uh, any social media links that you want me to you know link you up with and email me at ksamuel.chris at gmail.com um, I'm using that one official one right now because it's Gmail and it's also linked with the newsletter and I just feel that using Google Docs is going to be a great way to keep track of information and perhaps turn all the content I'm creating into a blog, which later becomes a book, which can later become more video content, and on and on and on. So, um, so yeah. So uh, basically, I'll, I'll, I think I want to just talk a little bit about the um, the newsletter, you know, for right now. And uh, basically, the newsletter I kind of talked about, you know, my ideas of you know building a brand and why it's so important because we have to connect with other people who may or may not um, know exactly why they're why they should follow you why they should listen to you and um, I I want I, I in this newsletter I address you know I worked a lot you know growing up and even when I finished school I still didn't see a big change in the issues that I had and it mainly was because I was doing a lot of this stuff on my own and um, being able to delegate that inf- that in- that uh, and, uh, not with me how I can basically say it. delegating the things that need to get done into smaller pieces is going to be ideal when it comes down to building my brand. And when I say about this is that I can create the content, for instance, and then I can delegate the podcast being broadcast and shared with an app called Anchor.fm. Um, I can go ahead and I can uh, find a way to get the to tra- the the or everything I'm basically saying to be transcribed automatically utilizing you know Google um, Google um, how would I basically say it Google Docs uses like a very force I can I could pay a paid service called Rev.com if I need to um, the key is is that I want to um, I want to go ahead and find a way to share this information with you know people who, who, who might need to hear it. You know, there's a lot of good and interesting things going on in the world and we can't really 
you can't wait for the news media to get in touch with this, you know, and using the email is another way of sharing information and then using, you know, Gmail and whatnot to kind of share that information with you as well. And I also can share, you know, interesting um, uh, YouTube links that are outside of the uh, your algorithm that's the, the algorithm that's it's being used by Google to recommend then certain videos to you, you know, if. Um, so if you want to find a way to, you know, find out more about that, you can read the newsletter. And with that, I can go ahead and move into another segment where we're going to talk about um, the, my YouTube video recommendations. The first one, there's three for this week. And the first one is Learn Fast by Going Slower. I, I was totally uh, excited by this. And um, it's uh, the, 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 the podcast is actually... Um, based on Jim Quick Jim Quick. He's basically a consulting about learning. He helps people learn and find new ways to, you know, expand your mind and read more and get more things done. And I've been following him a lot from a lot of other podcasts. But he had a um, a guest on named Tim Larkin who helps people um, become better at defending themselves by going slower with his um, methods. And he talks about you know, I can I can I can leave the link inside the description so that way you can kind of get in touch with it yourself if you want to. And he just talks about it, you know, like how going slower, the mind doesn't understand speed and that going slower helps your mind to connect it properly. And then over time you move faster and faster. And it's just like wow, like we don't do this at all in society when it comes down to, you know, learning anything i mean like everything is always about time time tests no pencils and papers on the table you know when you take a test um and there's something about um the the you know this that i i, I can just talk about but i will give you the opportunity just to you know look at that and see if you want to find out more about it the second um uh, youtube channel um youtube link or youtube video is the best way to transcribe audio podcasts to text and um, the the guy that did it, um, I don't have his name right now. Let me see if I can bring it out real quick. Right, the best way to transcribe um, the best way to transcribe audio podcasts, and that's where I actually I tested what he said, and then was able to go ahead and find out more about it. And uh, yeah, it's, the guy's name is Shannon Hernandez, and uh, you can I'll leave her link in the description below. And basically, the blurb that's on his description is that for someone who doesn't like to type or is very slow typist, there is a solution to creating content for your website in no time. In today's video, he's going to be talking about using transcription services with your audio. I'm going to be doing utilize this video as a twofer for bloggers and podcasters. Podcasters may have have heard that they need to transcribe their audio programs into text so that it makes it easier for a website to be found when someone Google's a specific keyword. There's a lot of debate about this, but if you're looking for looking at getting discovered, just transcribing the entire audio program does make sense. So you need to find a balance as to what you're putting inside of your blog post and pair it with easy to click links or a too long didn't read version for those who won't read the entire transcription. 
And in order to do this, you can use like those services I was telling you, rev.com, or you can do it yourself using the, um, the um, what do you call it again? The Google Docs has a special um, service and it's called voice to text. If you use Google Chrome to log into your uh, Google Docs account, which are your Gmail account, you will be able to see a link in the tool section when you create a new document a, um, I might even make a small video about this and, and add it to the podcast archive on, on YouTube. And it just allows you to kind of, you know, you can basically speak into it. Now, that's another thing I, I actually tried it too. I also, because I speak Chinese and, and Japanese, you can actually, excuse me, you can actually change the voice text into other languages. Chinese and Japanese is there. It's, I don't know why, but on my screen, I had to kind of like toggle around because it's at the very bottom and it doesn't necessarily allow you to see the Chinese and, and, and the Japanese text so far. I don't know if that's deliberate or that was just um, poor, you know, design of the website. I, I doubt it. I feel like it was deliberate. Um, but that's just me. And uh, so when you're paying attention to that, you can actually can practice that. Now, I do. I was always looking for better ways to practice listening. Um, when it comes down to speaking uh, another language and speaking um, Japanese can be um, easy or hard depending on what you what you do uh, since I spend most of my time reading Japanese and writing Japanese you know it's I have I'm stronger with reading and writing and it, it always reflects on my um, any of my um, tests and the listening reason why I feel like the listening is actually a problem was, was because of the fact that you have to sit down and listen to something that you don't quite care about on an exam and then you only get one time to listen to it. And finding, you know, ways of, of mastering that was, was, um, was, was difficult, but I've actually learned how to utilize the web and I listen to various web um, YouTube channels and then I can also take off the subtitles and just try to type the words and so if i can go ahead for instance i'll listen to what someone says on on a, on a youtube on a, on a video i'll repeat it into the voice chat and then it'll try to um to dictate it into text and i can read it and then see if it makes sense and then maybe you have to change something and that process helps my mind to strengthen my child and that's what i'm basically going to be testing for this JLPT is to make sure that that process works. It's primarily like 15 to 20 minutes a day, you know, anywhere I'm on the, on the train or at work or at home, just listening to things and trying to quickly, you know, make sense out of it. So, um, yeah, so like there's a lot of things you can definitely get out of this. And I, I definitely tell people that, hey, you need to actually you know, try out new things to try to, you know, to, you know, in increase your well-being and, and become a, your better version. And uh, yeah, so I definitely like that one. That was a little bit long. How many, how many minutes was that? Already 10 minutes. All right. And the last um, YouTube recommendation is, um, it's basically a, a, the name of the title, some of you may want to hear this, but it's actually the, um, the, um, what do you call it again? The Black experience Japan uh, podcast where the um, the the, uh, the owner of the podcast Ronzo just talks about how he's trying to go ahead and get people in different countries who are living who's like having living in their lives in Asia 
and getting all to get together to kind of build like a uh a, an m files of like everybody doing different things and finding ways to connect them to each other and um, i just find that you know fantastic because uh you know uh like once again you know you always need help to find out where you where you stand you know i, I mean i don't know how else to really say it. like um yeah, I could probably even talk about it. like basically he just talked about supporting the mission of the channel and he's and he tries to get people who are interested in sharing their story being black in, in Asia. It doesn't have to be it could just be in Japan or Vietnam or China. He's all over Singapore, um, and Korea. And um I, I just like I, I like supporting stuff like that because I don't necessarily have the time to do it all myself. And delegating that to someone else by contributing to it is a way I, I can do that and i just feel like uh that's something i want to really you know put time into so yeah um yeah those are my three um videos i i looked at them already and um i'll leave the links in the description if you wanted to watch them um i hope that you know these, these little clips like here you know you get value out of them so that way if you want to just find out what the top videos you should be watching to on youtube I could just make a description like that and just have a commentary spot like this every week about it. And this is where I just dump everything that's going on. So I'm going to take another break. And uh, when we get back, I will uh, we'll talk more about the other pieces I was also talk about. <laughs> hey, what's going on? I just wanted to take this moment just to thank you so much for still listening to the podcast. It really helps, you know, helps me to, to know that Whatever I'm saying is you're, you feel interested in, you know, right now, this would be like the ninth episode I've made. So, I mean, the only people who really would be basically be listening to is the people who actually know me or so people who like stumble upon it randomly online, either because you were looking me up or you were looking up something that was in the keywords. So, uh, basically, my each week, I like to bring like an idea on how you can develop um, yourself um, to a better person by me like using books and videos and and just experiments of my own to you know to become a better person and then whether I success be successful or not I will show that to you or talk about it to you here if any deals or discounts that comes in my way I will let people know and um, and, and I'll just move on from there so I mean so today I would basically say that you know these podcasts are being made through Anchor FM which is a website that allows you to um, create a podcast on your mobile phone or on the laptop or PC and you can do it all for free and it posts it to Spotify as well as a lot of other small um, podcasting RSS feeds and um, I keep track of all of the nine notes utilizing a notebook and Evernote. And um, so if you're interested in learning more about these things, please feel free to, you know, email me at ksamuel.chris at gmail.com. That's ksamuel.chris at gmail.com. And just, you know, making something in the, in the uh, subject line, just, you know, put the name of the podcast, you know, Yamanote in Tech and Society. And in that, inside the mail, email, just like for a question, you know, if saying hi, you know, why like the show, why, why not like the show. And uh, any questions, I'll, I'll answer on the show. So uh, thanks a lot. Take care. All right. So 
back now. We're gonna want to go over some of the things that's going on in the news. Um, so if you guys are interested in movies, um, just finished watching that movie, uh, Harriet. Um, I guess it was like a, was like a, it wasn't, it was like a, I don't know how to basically say it. It was more like a, um, a movie based off of the history, the live history of Harriet Tubman. And, um, movie was, to me, was great. And, um. I think that the characters um, that played the I forget her name. Let me let me go ahead and bring up the actual name of it. So um, here is one of the articles right now. It's uh, AJC.com, uh, Atlanta News Now, and um, basically the article was by Jewel Wicker, and uh, Casey Lemons has directed Harriet out in theaters. Actress Cynthia Erivo portrays Harriet Tubman, a young woman who flees slavery before joining the Underground Railroad Network and becomes known as Moses for her famed efforts to free other enslaved people. The film has been met with praise and criticism for its portrayal of the Tubman's life. But Spelman's college professor, I mean Spelman, uh, but Spelman College history professor Dr. Brandy Brimmer, whose expertise in African-American history with a focus on African-American women and family in the, the, the 19th century says it's just as important to consider how the film depicts the broader experiences of enslaved women. Brimmer outlines for the, um, for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution about what the film got right and where they say it lacked important context. So... Um, it was kind of weird. I mean, like the the reason why I wanted to bring this up was because I I felt like the movie was pretty good when it comes down to making sure that you are giving a movie that is good for people that are women of color, um, black people in general, uh, people from um, non-black people, people who haven't even lived in this country before, or are even people who are. Of uh, you know white 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 people or non-black people you know people who don't really understand that idea or who might have some information I think it did it hit it home and um, you know anyway you know considering the story I mean there was a uh, a pre-screening of the movie was with students at Spelman College that what did they think about the film's overall depiction of Harriet and slavery um, well she says that I was she was kind of torn I thought at the onset of the film there was a real determined effort to help us understand who Harriet Tubman is what she means to her community and her personal life as a young woman I also think about her decision to run and become a fugitive and her integration into the community of anti-slavery activists in Philadelphia I think this film at least in part started a conversation about the sort of activist network that has engaged and committed to anti-slavery Ultimately, when we are talking about running away, we're talking about destroying the system or taking aim at the system of slavery. Um, the, the, the story goes on and on and on. It's like, what are some of the things that were troubling to you about the film? She says that we introduced a we interview introduce a figure bigger bigger long who is a black slave catcher, and it just sets up a lot of questions that we don't have context for. I think my short answer would be, you know, did the family who enslaved Tubman hire a slave catcher? We don't really know that in the sources. 
in, if in fact they, they hired a slave catcher, was he black? We don't know that. But we do know the, the slave catcher probably would have been white. Then we're also asked to believe that the slave owner's son, Gideon, who we really don't know a lot about in the source material, is going to shoot the black slave catcher who were also asked to believe that he hired Gideon, makes the investment to hire him, but then he's going to kill him to save Harriet Tubman. And you know, the, I don't know about that whole last part right there where she says that they were asked to believe that the slave owner's son, Gideon, and they're talking about a certain section of the of the of the show, and uh, I don't know. I can't really. I'm not really going to go into it too deep, but there, you know, I don't. I feel like this show is supposed to give like a message of hope, and to understanding like a a, a, a time when it was only uh, before technology, you know, took storm, and among a lot of things that you should basically pay attention to you might want to watch other shows and read other books but you know it was i think they still wanted to make a movie and um you know and it's i don't know how she's right it's probably not as accurate but it's possible and even if he was white i don't know i mean if i feel like it would be um it would be okay to kind of Make the person black, you know. I mean, I don't think those those things would have played any different. I mean, the, I think the idea of him being black kind of brought like how that there are people who are black that could probably can focus on hurting people or whatever the case may be. Or I don't know. I, I don't want to really go too much into it. I'm just trying. I feel like the story hit home. You know, many of the of the young people who are born today probably, you know grew up with a cell phone in their hand and they probably not in the hand, but they grew up with technology around them. So if they go see the movie, they're going to be looking at the movie from a different angle. And I think that we want to make sure that, you know, people can see that, you know, there might be some version of this that are significantly similar to, you know, their future and how should they go about doing these things. And, you know the fact that the that the the slave catcher was white. I mean, wasn't white, and he was black. Could mean that you know that you don't always have to think that the catchers have to be a certain color. That the color doesn't mean anything. That your enemy could be anybody that you um, that 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 seems to be a problem with you. You know, the slave, the slave catcher could be you know a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a teacher. You know, so I think that that really allows a lot of information to be placed into it, you know, and the fact that she was going based on what was going on in her head, it's great to see that. I don't know, it can go into, maybe I have to have a whole entire separate conversation about that later on, but for right now, that is where I'm actually going on with it. I, I do think the movie is great. I've even seen um, some people who weren't black and, and the movie did, and they see they also were pretty happy. They were pretty excited and, and, and clapping at the end of the movie. You know, and it's great to see that we can, you know, we can we could we could talk and, and create content amongst each other and not have to feel some type of way. You know, because we need to be able to move life so if you want to find out more about this article i'll leave comments inside the um in the uh descri the description of this podcast and um uh, i'm gonna take another break and i think that i'm probably gonna bring up a few more things and then after that i think that'll be the end of the podcast 
And uh, yeah, stay tuned. I'm free, my family should be too. I made up my mind, I'm going back. You're confident, composed, when trouble comes. You'll be ready. Papers. Says here you're five and a half feet tall. You ain't more than five feet. Must have won my hypos that day. Why are you back here? It ain't safe. I come to get you. Bring all of you to freedom. Do you know what would happen if you got caught? You got lucky, Harry. I made a disavow on my own. So don't you tell me what I can't do. All right, so um, I hope that uh, this so far that the podcast is working for you and you're basically able to catch and uh, capture like an, an idea on what this is supposed to actually be um i the reason why i think a podcast is necessary for not just me but everyone is uh, give people an opportunity to to one to to to, to understand what what you like and which what you and en- you enjoy it also gives people a voice to share their ideas and then you also, you don't have to share this with, like, you don't wait for an algorithm to kind of pass this to other people. You can now pass this to other people who you know personally. And uh, I think it's going to be a great way to share information and to enjoy, you know, what's coming, you know, in, in the future. You know, the internet is, is vast and infinite and there's so many things that you can do on it. And I just, I just feel like I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it right now and, I just want to be able to kind of pass that information around to other people. So this is what I'm doing. So, uh, you know, so um, with that, with that, I'll move on to the next part, which is basically the topics I'm reading about. Now, um, I'm still, uh, I just I finished um, the the reading of the a Random Walk and Wall Street by Burton Mackiel. He just talks about the uh, investment plans. And I went to, he talks about, let me speak a little bit slower. He talks about the invest, investment plan planning of the modern individual, and he says that no one can beat the stock market, and that everybody should try to invest. And if you do invest, you should look in diversifying your portfolio, which meaning by putting your investments in all different different types of things, from real estate to stocks to bonds to. Um, index funds, and then he talks about how to avoid different things. He also says that if you are able to stomach certain different types of of 
what do we call it again? If you can, if you can deal with certain levels of stress, you know, you know, high risks, you should do certain things. And um, I, I, I listened to the audiobook and I went and rented the book from the Brooklyn Public Library and read it again with the listening to it. And I got, I, I went over some of the, some of the clips I wanted to listen to. I find reading the book while listening to the words helps me to stay focused on what words. I should be paying attention to, and um, you know I might bring it up later on in another, another talk. But that's basically it. The other book I'm also talking about. Is I just finished reading The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek, and that was a great book. You know, he kind of goes over how we're living in an infinite uh, game where people who have an infinite mindset thinks about that. There's no such thing as winning life. There's no such thing as winning. Um, beating your like winning uh, you know uh, beating your opponents you're constantly doing that you know and we need to pay attention to more than just profits and then he goes into the ideas of examples of uh, apple and disney and um enron he talks about the failures of groupon and he goes over different things and he really if you read his other book before um leaders eats last and then before that find um starting with why where he talks about finding your why in order to actually be an entrepreneur, you know. And my why would basically be is that I feel that in order to really help people, uh, help help myself, I need to help others. I need to get other people to believe in themselves and believe that they can do something that they they don't. They did. I want to try to get people to believe things that they can't. They believe they can't do. And then once you get people to believe that. Then you can start reaping the benefits of working together, building wealth and whatnot. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then the other book is The Seven Habits of um, Highly Effective People. I'm still going through that book. Uh, I think I'm pretty much halfway through it right now. Um, I try to um, take the time to read, read it again with the book. And it's great. I mean, like so far, I'm right now, I'm at the point where they talk about begin with the end in mind, where they talk about you have to begin with the idea of where you want to end up and then you work backwards. I remember hearing that reminds me of what Steve Jobs said that, you know, you start with what, you know, what you want, what people want, and then you work back to put everything back together. When you try to focus on putting things together and you don't know what you want, then it keeps changing and then you never have a trajectory that you can actually hit. And it's just some amazing stuff. I mean, it's, I mean, if you listen to science and physics, that's basically where it is. Like, in order to know where you want to go, then you can start focusing on how fast you want to get there. You know, what type of, you know, uh, how much money is going to cause to get there. Other ways to get there for cheaper. You know, how. Oops, sorry. So, yeah, I definitely love those epithetical talks, and um, you know, I will definitely talk more about them later on. Uh, books, books, books. Um, the next book that I am currently going to be reading, I just picked it up from Kindle. Um, and uh, try to bring it up real quick. You know, dead air here on on the audio. Sorry about that. I'm just loading up the Kindle app on my phone. And um, oh yeah, yeah. So it's the um, how to win friends and influence people. I like this book because one, um, it's it's another book that I need to be reading right after I finish the um, Seven Habits. 
but it's a really cheap book. You can find the um, Dale Carnegie has the book on uh, well, not Dale Carnegie, but the book is can be found on Amazon for like two or three dollars. You can just put it in your phone if you don't have the um, if you don't have some other ways of getting into it. I'm not gonna tell you why, but that's one way. And if you want to listen to the audiobook, the audiobook is also available on um, YouTube, and I'll put that on in, the, in, the, in my description link as well. What I want to basically also say was that um, there is one book that I think that everybody should be reading, and I'm currently listening to the audiobook right now, is The uh, War on Normal People by Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang is an um, Amer- Asian-American who is currently running for the, Democrat, uh, for the President of the United States. He is a Democratic nominee—not um, nominee. He's a Democratic presidential candidate, and uh, he's already had, I think, three Democratic um, debates. And um, there's one coming up in December. This one just finished in, in November. And his idea is that everybody should basically get a thousand dollars a month. They call this the freedom dividend. And I think it's just great to to kind of t- talk about these things because he what he says is that you know in the next 10, 20 years, a lot of those jobs that people have are going to be, you know, phased out. And then uh, once they're all phased out, then uh, the people who are working them aren't capable of, like, reinventing themselves. So reinventing of yourself is going to be really important. So he talks about things with data. He believes in math. I mean, I mean like, I, I'm a still big fan of, like, many other candidates. But we do know that, you know, we have to, I like, I just like, dealing with facts and content and being able to read information that has been given to people and and and, and we, we can believe in it and we can try to use factual data to solve the problems and he's all about that and um whether or not he's going to beat bernie sanders or whatever case may be i, I think he's not against him he did say um during an interview at the washington post i believe that if he does not become the nominee and he will not run on another ticket. So, you know, so he's, he's totally okay with that. But he feels like it's important that he gets his, his his voice heard. And it's really important. He's bringing, you know, real hard facts to the table. Like, it wasn't coming at all before he said anything. And, and I, I definitely promote that. So, uh, with that, um, yeah, those are my, uh, those books right there. Um, it's the holidays. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe uh, each week, you know, coming up. I'm gonna start, you know, maybe giving out some some free stuff. I'm thinking about um, maybe some uh, Echo Echo Dots, Amazon Echo Dots, maybe um, some gift cards. We'll see what's going on. You know, send me some emails. Tell me what you guys are looking for, and I'll try to see if I can hand it out to people. Um, you know, ksamer.chris@gmail.com. Uh, website will probably be coming up soon. I'm going to be basically setting up a website that's going to allow all the information to be set up there. And I'll have a video website, a video uh, process that talks about how I got, how I did all of that. So if anybody wants to replicate that stuff, they could just replicate that stuff. Um, yeah. So um, I think that's it for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it if you got to this part of the video, um, or the podcast, you know, like me on Twitter, you know, Yamanote in tech, or you can um, follow me at at Chris K Samuel at Twitter, um, the Yamanote Sen, all one word on Instagram. Um, don't have a TikTok yet, but we'll be getting a TikTok, you know. 
Um, if you play any games, you're interested in magic, you can look and follow me at Aurora Ixion. That's A U R O R A I X I O N. And uh, you know, thank you. You know, so uh, thanks a lot, though, and, and uh, talk to you guys uh, next week. The rest to you. Thank you, brother. Oi, oi. I didn't think you'd actually jump in after me, brother. I must say, I'm touched. I've got to admit, I'm a bit of a scaredy cat. I know that better than anyone. But with EGAT's latest invention, I knew I could finally execute my plan. You were always the fastest and bravest, brother. But you weren't the smartest, and the smartest always win. Now it's time for a new era. An era of Luigi. It's Luigi time!